This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Should probably actually hit record on the podcast. There we go. There we go. <laughs> There's so many buttons nowadays, man. If it's not one thing, it's the other. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, welcome to uh, Kramer and Jess Uncensored number 28, everybody. Really? It's 28 episodes. I will be 28 next month. That's right. On the 22nd of the month. Glad you finally learned that after a, what, five or I had to have a, a serious talk with Jess a couple of days ago because the show we came from had six people on it. And I feel like everyone but me had a birthday in the month of May. And so I couldn't remember exactly when Jess's birthday was. Yeah. And I knew there was going to be hell to pay. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I completely forgot your birthday, especially on our first year here, I was like, there's no way. And I wouldn't have said anything to you. You wouldn't, would you? No. How would you have handled that situation when your birthday rolled around? Would I you? Would, I would have waited till the last break. <laughs> uh, me, actually, I probably would have waited till 7.40, actually. <laughs> probably 7.40. Hopped on there. Been like, I just want to talk about something very quickly. I would like everyone to know that Kramer and I will no longer be friends. <laughs> and I just like, I probably would make a huge deal out of it. Yeah, man. I'd yeah. feel terrible. That would be awful. It's fine. So May 22nd, please don't let me forget. What day of the week is that? Do we even know what it is? Literally, you, you there are so many ways for you to find hey, out this information. Hey, hey, it's a Saturday. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. We'll plan a little something fun. Your parents come in town, though, right, for that? Yeah, so actually, I think we might go to Virginia to see my aunt and my okay. uncle out there. Because my parents didn't get to see them the last time. I, I was telling Kramer how my dad was all, like, being a little baby with me. Because? Because he didn't have fun when he was here the last time because we didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And I was like, yes, sir, we were not going anywhere because I needed to get a vacuum and towels. And I had just moved here and literally... Didn't know how to get anywhere without my GPS. And I was like, you will have a good time this time. I'm sorry. I had no idea. They came like what? The second week we got I here? I mean, it was uncomfortably fast. No, my mom was like, we're coming. <laughs> like, I remember I was like, I don't even know how to get. To we went to dinner um, over at um, the, the, the Pendery, which is called what here? I forget. Blah, 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 blah. Pen yeah, the Pendery, Pendery. in Baltimore. Uh, and... I couldn't. I didn't know how to get over there yet. I wonder what sort of part of town that was. We no. were still so new, you know. Yeah. So, uh, well, that'd be fun though. That'd be good. Yeah, it'll be good. In a couple seconds, we're gonna have a guest on today. Jess keeps having these awful nightmares. When's the last time you had one? You're like, what day is it? <laughs> I know. Honestly, I've been having nightmares every single week. Um, they've been getting the last week. They've been getting a little less scary. 
but they're still just as bizarre yeah. and still have the same themes. But at least, what, over a month? I mean, I want to say two months at this point. It's too long to be having the same nightmare over and over again. Yes. So I've got a dream friend. That sounds weird, doesn't it? A dream friend. That kind of sounds nice. Um, she is she a... She sounds like a fairy. A dream analyst is what she does professionally. She's been on all kind of big TV shows, um, radio stations, magazines. Like She is the dream expert. So Lori Loenberg going to be on here in just a couple of seconds. Um, I will tell you really quick, and I'm going to have to get back to this in case she calls. I had to cancel our reach out to your ex bit that we were going to do. <laughs> uh, why? Uh, okay, so we had this idea. Well, I'll have to explain it in a couple seconds. Is she calling? She, she's going to call anytime now, so I just don't want to get started and have to come back to it. But I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll set it up first, and we'll come back. If you listen to the last couple podcasts, Jess had this idea of let me, oh, because I said I think that boob grabs. Oh, I forgot to tell you that story too. Um, so we need to uh, we need an update on the boob grabbing boob grab, make, story. Make mental notes. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, by the way, right now, make notes and make sure that I don't forget to come back to boob grab and my ex's stories. Okay. Okay. Because um, I wanted Kramer to come up with a survey, kind of like a performance survey, mm-hmm. on... like a post a post dating questionnaire. Yes, just you know? so you can get better because you're about to embark on a new journey Starting when you soon. start dating again. Starting soon. Okay, let's I think we got Lori over here. Hey Lori. Hey. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Hi. It is so good to hear you. Hi. This is Jess, by the way. Nice to meet you. Yes. Yep. J E S S J E S S. Okay, got it. Uh, we're actually nice already we're rolling on our podcast right now. So what we'll do is we're gonna put a long form version over here and then you know we'll take a edited down version um, and put it on the radio. Well, first, how are you? Lori, by the way, um, I, I think I've known, you've been one of my longest running guests, no matter what radio show I've been on. <laughs> really? I think you and I have been talking since 2008. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, you were Panama City. Yes. Wow. Lori is, okay, now Lori, let me give Lori a little bit of credit here because Lori is this big time dream and analysis, right? Analyst or expert. What do you want? What's the official title of what you do? I'm a professional dream analyst. Ooh, so professional. That's so cool. So here we are. I'm in Panama City, Florida, market 240 in radio. Lori's got a million better things to be doing than li- talking to our maybe 50 listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we may have had. But she always made time for me. So I just needed to let you know I always appreciate you coming on and being a part of these shows. Well, thanks, and I appreciated you having me on. You're so sweet. So um, now she's traveled with me from Panama City to Tampa. We had her on. We had her on in Phoenix. Had her on in. Did you ever come on to San Diego? I don't remember we had you on to San Diego or not. Um, I feel like I was. I think you, you must have been. I don't. I don't get very creative outside my guest. I just keep <laughs> every time. Is, anytime somebody on my show said I had, I had a bad dream, I said, "Hold that thought. Let me get yeah. Lori on the phone." That's cool. Um, and now, so Lori, just so you know, um, Jess and I. Jess and I used to work together over in San Diego. We got blown out the last big iHeart cut, which was um, oh. last January. Uh, so now we're over here in Baltimore. Uh, we start our show uh, September fourteenth. Oh. 
Very specific. That was our first show. September the 14th. Yeah, so we're up. Baltimore is a step up, right, from San Diego. It's literally the same market size. We're we're literally right in the same same wheelhouse. So, uh, but we're pumped. We're having so much fun over here. But so, um, let me give you a little backstory on Lori for those who never heard her on my previous shows. Um, She is a professional dream analyst, and she has been on every big television show. She has been on every big radio station. I know you've been on with Kelly and Ryan. You've been in Women's World. You've been on CNN. You've been a Pop Sugar. You've been—I mean, like Lori is the person to go for for dreams. Did I sell that well enough? <laughs> Am I missing any accolades? Because you're literally that amazing. Well, you're you're missing Doctor Oz. Okay. Okay. Show. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Just to throw in Good some morning, more credibility. America and the View. I don't, <gasps> I don't know you. I have time for 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 anybody. So that's why I actually reached out to her over a week ago because I'm like, I know you're super busy. Oh wow. Um, do you want to explain exactly what it is that you do for those that may not have seen you work yet? Sure. So everybody dreams. We all dream, and we all wonder what the heck those dreams could possibly mean. So what I do is I help you understand what you are telling yourself through the dream. It it is psychology. This isn't psychic. It is psychology, and it is understanding subconscious thought. Yeah. Because that, that is what your dreams are, your subconscious thoughts about what is going on in your life right now. And these subconscious thoughts are actually much wiser and more insightful and more honest than your waking thoughts. So look at your dreams like your second brain. (laughs) It's like what you're really thinking without overthinking it. Is that the right way of putting it? Like it's 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 like your brain without you being in control of your thoughts, right? Is that like a yeah? Your brain without you um, turning a blind eye or to things, lying to yourself. You know, it is your brutally honest self. Your authentic self is your your. It's it's wild, and the way she's able. Every time I've had her on, like you'll you'll talk about your dream, and then she'll be like, "Oh, here's what's going on." You're like, ah, "You do know what's happening." So mm-hmm. the reason you're on the phone today is that how many months has it been now, Jess? I want to say this probably started at least two months ago. Okay, Jess keeps having the same type of reoccurring dream. They're a little bit different um, with what's actually happening in the dream, but there's reoccurring themes. Yeah. So I, I said I said do two things when we get Lori on the phone. Number one is tell us the, the most recent dream you can remember, but mm-hmm. then also like explain the reoccurring themes that are happening per dream. Does that sound fair, Lori? Does that give you enough to work with? Yes, and and you said. How many months has this been going on? At, le- at least two months, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Jess, the floor is yours. Okay. Bad dream. Are you okay? You're going to cry. I'm really nervous. Okay. It's weird. Right. <laughs> Don't be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, the one that I can remember the most is I. there's always, like, some sort of um, building that I'm in with a lot of levels. And so, there is this one building... Um, that I was running around and around and running away from something and also yet in competition with something. Like I knew that I, I didn't know like what I was racing with or who I was racing against, but I knew I was racing. But then at the same time, I was also running away because someone was coming after me to either abduct me or attack me. So that's what was happening there. And then it jumped to a salon, my mom's a hairdresser, and it jumped to this salon 
that was like dark, but all the chairs were lit up and there were people everywhere. And I was like trying to run through the people. It almost felt like that like scene in Hercules when he's like <laughs> swimming through the people and people are like trying to grab at him. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what it reminded me of from a Disney movie. But I was like running through looking for something and then um, I came and then all of a sudden I ended up back at the studio and it was dark and the only things that were lit up were my seat and this mic and then the mic in Kramer's studio and I don't know how I ended up here but then I go into my studio and I was scared because like it just felt like I don't know it was like a very eerie feeling and then I was sitting here and I was trying to talk to Kramer, but he couldn't see me. And then um, he's like started the show, but no lights were turned on. It was still dark and I couldn't talk like I, I like not only like was my mic not turning on, but like I also couldn't make any noise and he couldn't see me. Did I know you were here or no? I just I don't know. OK, I don't know. I was just being a dick and just not. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Just not turning your mic on. So okay. that's so that is <laughs> I, so that's the dream that I remember the most details about. But what's reoccurring in all of the nightmares is I am lost somewhere, like wherever, whatever building that I'm in. Like one time I was in a, in a mall. I was at a mall, but I was like late for class, and I kept going to the wrong room. So it's always like I'm late for something. I'm running away. There's multiple levels in this scary building that I'm in and I'm racing something and then someone is going to like physically attack me like I'm running away in all of them. Well, what, okay. a, what a lovely night's mm. sleep. <laughs> so that's, that's what it's... You've given me a lot to work with. Yeah, a lot, a lot of things happening there. But obviously. all the locations are changing and all the situations are different, but those are the reoccurring themes in all of them. Okay. Um, so since this has been going on for two months, it is connected to something you've been dealing with in real life for two months. Okay. Um, I want to start with the running away element of the, the dreams. Is there anything in your real life you are trying to avoid? Something you don't want to face and deal with? Something you hope are hoping if you avoid it long enough, it'll go away? Um, I mean, yeah. Probably. I think there's like a lot of things, like a lot of minor confrontations that I feel like if I don't not so I guess what you're saying, you're avoiding so you don't have to deal with. Yes. But then in my mind, I think I probably try to reason it as being not putting energy towards. So just trying to move on from. Mm. And I do that a lot in I, my life with a lot of things, too. OK. OK. So so you may be avoiding some kind of ugly truth. Uh-huh. Sound familiar? Like mm. anything popping in your mind that you want to talk about? Um, I guess maybe, I don't know if it has to do, so some, some things that may fall into that ca category is like us being here and it like working out or not, like with all the ups and downs that like our industry have, has gone through, sure. you know? Okay. And like the fears that I have about that um, and feeling like I'm not going to be successful, but not like, but that relates to like all of these expectations and not in like a bad way, but like what people say that I'm capable of 
or say that they think I'm going to become all of these like things that my family want for me. I think maybe like the disappointment of it not working out, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and like disappointing them. And then I think also too probably like some of the confrontations we had in our previous situation mm. and like trying to get over that on how that was dealt with mm-hmm. our previous situation where we were working uh, where we were working prior to this point. So probably those things. Uh, this could be where the running late comes into play. Um, the time pressure mm. that you're feeling to reach a certain point in your career before you're disappointing yourself or your family. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, it, it, you seem to be putting way too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. Which is why the dreams are so upsetting. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. You know, obviously, I take everything personal because that's the kind of person I am. I mean, Lori, when it comes to her coming in the studio and me not turning on her mic and all the lights being out, like, does it, could it be something that she's avoiding with me personally? Well, there's something she's not speaking up about. Hmm. I, I, I don't know if it has to do with you personally or if you just represent her career because mm, you guys are a team. Right. 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 Um, your mother was an element of this dream or at least yeah. her place of work. Yeah. And then people trying to grab you as you're running through that. Yeah. Is there something with your mother you're not speaking up about? I think with my mom, it's always been like, she is a very different person than I am. And so the way I think about things, like she can be she can be very stubborn and like hold grudges a lot and kind of har- harbor that like within her. And I'm the opposite of that. So sometimes like when my mom and I have conversations, it's like I'm trying to sometimes help her see things from a different perspective and then at the same time build a shield around myself so I don't let that type of thinking kind of take over how I feel or who I am and so oh okay that would fit how you're being grabbed at as you're running through this Mm. area that represents your mother yeah you Mm. don't want her beliefs or behaviors or attitude to grab hold of you yeah hmm well, that would make sense, right? With the place like, of work and, and the hands. And the family stuff. We have like some family stuff going on where like certain people aren't speaking to each other and like I wish things would be okay. And then for other family members of mine, including my parents, it kind of seems like it's too late for that. And so I think may, I can also this is relate why it to your those mic, things. Your mic was highlighted because it, it represents your voice, mm. your, your ability to be heard. Yeah. And I can't hear you. Right, you're saying you're like, and I'm I'm no dream analyst over here, but I mean the fact I'm just thinking back when you're saying I can't hear you, like you're speaking, but I can't hear you, I can't see you. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so are you? You know, dreams don't just mean something; they show us our situations in a brutally honest light, Mm -hmm. so that we can better understand the reality of it, and based on that better understanding, make a better decision on how we move forward. Mm-hmm. So 
so your dream is basically showing you you have no voice in your family. Mm. Okay. So in what way, moving forward, can you be heard? What can you do different so that you are heard? Mm-hmm. I think just... Does that, sound, I mean, does that sound right to you? Do you feel like when it comes to your family's situations that you don't have a voice? I mean, yes and no. I think I, I mean, because I definitely, it's weird because sometimes I speak, I, I think what it comes down to is sometimes I speak my mind and I share things and it's always like, here Jessica goes again. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that will make me retreat and not share things, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or feel like I don't have the ability to make a difference or change the things that are going on. And I also Has think, go on. Go ahead. Oh, me? Yeah, go ahead. I also think that with the thing at work, like something that I'm struggling with too, is this is a new role that I'm in. And it's also like, I've always been kind of looked at as a certain type of character. Mm -hmm. And and the reason why is one that is a, that is definitely a part of my personality, but it's also because that I was only allowed a certain amount of room to showcase that part of my personality. And so I think I'm, having a hard time learning how to showcase that, um, getting used to sharing different parts of who I am, being told I kind of have to be a certain way or talk a certain way to appeal to whatever or wherever we wherever we are. Um, and also struggling with like, I think, uh, like one example comes to mind is, you know, like Kramer and I were doing a bit on the air and I like sounded upset and our boss was like, you sounded really angry. And to me, it's like, I'm sure that is different for some people for me to like showcase different parts of my personality or speak a different way or like be more sassy or assertive or outspoken in a way that's not so goofy and funny and naive. And I'm struggling with trying to like say it's not I'm not like this is who I am all the time. You guys just haven't. Like I'm allowed to be this way and like just because I feel this way or am this way in this certain moment of emotion, like that doesn't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, do you feel like you're being pressured to be someone you're not? Yes and no. Only sometimes. I think it's like, it's a growing process of um, having to... Be aware of my audience. Mm-hmm. Right. We're All at, the time. We're like a different, I mean, obviously being a completely different city now, but we're also talking to an older, older demographic than we were over in, uh, in San Diego, you know, and Jess is still mm-hmm. young, she's 28, you know, so. But see, that's another thing too. Yes, I'm young and I'm 28, but I'm also like not the naive 22 year old that I feel like people try to constantly remind me of mm. and so i think that's frustrating ah, for me that too might be who you're running from mm. the old the younger you yeah that you feel is still attached to you yeah that's interesting that's interesting wow <laughs> a lot a lot just came out right now i mean Lori, when you hear all this i mean you not not just with, with jess in general um so what do you do with all this i mean she really just a lot just came out right now. So what 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 do you do once you start to analyze your dreams and realize that they're a reflection of what's really going on in your real life? So in Jess's case, 
the light in the dream was shining on the mic and your feet? Uh, the mic. It was on like the mic and the chair that I sit in. Oh, and the chair that you sit in. Okay, so this is your subconscious shining a light on where you the issue lies. Mm. Interesting. So the mic not only represents your work, but the way you express yourself. Yeah. Your voice, the way you're heard. Mm-hmm. And you don't feel you're being heard. Yeah. Mm. In the way you want to be heard, at least. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Why do you think I've, I'm like getting thinking I'm getting attacked or abducted all the time? Because that th- those parts get really graphic sometimes. Like, and some of them, I I literally am being attacked. So, this could be symbolic of this constant concern you have. The abduction would be being pulled away from this career. Mm. Mm. The attack would likely be criticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Because like there's there's parts where I'm like I'm being like ripped apart. In the dreams. Uh, you know, this is an expression we use when someone really, you know, tears us a new one, so to speak. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, this, I mean, this, there's obviously a lot going on with this. I mean, so with this situation, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of self-reflection you need to do in things that you aren't saying. Yeah. You know? But I, it's just like, it's also like a learning experience on like, well, how to, how, no, but how to, how to say certain things when the times are right, like, when it's just like you're learning different things when you're in a different situation, like how much you're just supposed to get used to and adjust to. Yeah. We've been going through a very like intense adjustment period time. Right. So it's like confusing on what to know. But I mean, obviously this is your subconscious saying this shit ain't digesting for, for a lack of better terms. Right. Yeah. Um, and especially you've been having it for month, you know, day after. I mean, how many days a week do you have dreams like this? At least four days. I mean, that's crazy, right? Ooh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean if, Lori, you, if Lori yeah. cringes, then you know, you know, <laughs> it's not yeah, good. Okay. So here's, here's a lesson that I hope will apply to you in this situation. First of all, it seems like you, you're really overthinking mm. when we ruminate and let our, our mind just, run crazy during the day with thoughts and fears, the subconscious follows suit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I was um, taking Taekwondo, my sensei used to always say to me, don't think, just do. Mm. And then you'll get your moves right. You'll break that board. Don't think, just do. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that could apply and help you in some way, but okay. overthinking it is going to mess you up. <laughs> well, I, and I, I, I'm trying to like digest from knowing what I know, you know, on, on both your sides now, from what Lori's saying, kind of knowing Jess and her situation is like, you know, this is her first co-host role. Um, she was a third mic on our previous show. So there's a lot of pressure being put onto her as the first time in a big, big city to come in here and to, you know, and, and to be the person. And they're obviously, yeah, I mean, there's, I don't know, Jess, if I'm just being honest, I don't know if there's any more criticism than typical radio. I mean, it's just, there's, you're, that's constantly what happens. You're just constantly being criticized from listeners, from bosses, from oh, consultants. Yeah. It's just constantly. And I mean, there's definitely a part of us that, I mean, Kramer on the radio 
is completely. I, I had to learn this. Kramer on the radio is a completely different person than Stephen Yancey, and that's my real name, by the way. Um, uh, we're like, there's parts of me. Some parts are exaggerated. Some parts are are pulled back. Um, but it's almost like this. Like I've gone in and just kind of said, okay, got to amp this up a little bit. Got to pull this part back. Got to amp this part up. Got to pull this part back. But it just sounds like maybe you're not comfortable, or you just haven't been able to accept who this this person that you portray on the radio is. I guess I just wish, like, I get that and I understand that. Yeah. But I guess I just wish that, like, why can't I just be myself? I mean, you and can. like, why? When I get, and I, I guess I can. And I don't know. Like, I, I think like a part of me wants to change that mm-hmm. in general mm-hmm. because it's something that I try to, I try to speak about and like share. And inspire other people to do like be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. Right. Then like, why can't I just be my authentic self all the time? Right. Uh, well, I mean, I think it's because we're we're put, literally putting on a show and we have three minutes to talk. You know, yeah. I think that's what comes into it. But I mean, I think that's something. Obviously, I mean, this is a discussion you and I can have. You know, Lori's like, I gotta go. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I think that I mean, wait Lori, before before we let Lori go. Are there any like exercises I can do before bed or like during the day aside from like obviously like doing some inner work and like figuring my shit out? <laughs> are there like some exercises you can suggest? that I do before I go to sleep to like kind of help in any way to get better dreams. Yeah. I would journal right before you go to bed. Mm. Okay. Get all these, all this overthinking that you do mm-hmm. out of your head onto paper, take up as many pages in your journal as you need to get it, get it out. All that's troubling you, all that you're concerned about. And then once you get all that out, you feel you've exhausted yourself and it's all out. Then as you turn out your light and as you're drifting off, focus your thoughts on how you see yourself in five years and you've won awards and you're in like a top five market, you know, whatever it is you see for yourself. Because remember, the tone of your dreams follows your daily thoughts. Mm. Okay. So if you're so thinking all if, these things, yeah, okay. Yeah, if you're thinking positive and manifesting and hopeful and goal-oriented mm-hmm. as you drift off, as opposed to troubled and what did I do wrong and why can't this, why can't that. Yeah. So you are in charge of the tone of your dreams mm-hmm. by how you think during the day and especially as you drift off to go to sleep. Okay. That's interesting. It's always so interesting to have you on for this reason alone, because I think we've uncovered a lot that maybe Jess didn't even realize she's, she's struggling with in such an intense way. Yeah. But still not like saying anything about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, you're mm. the best. I've Thank been you so you. much. I've been knowing Lori. you for a long time now, Lori. It's been it's been 15 years I've been knowing you, and we've been we've been we've been God. analyzing dreams for for a long time together. Uh, Time goes so fast. I know, right? Like, and, and you still, <laughs> and you still look twenty-five. I don't know how you. Well, I, I, you. I look fifteen <laughs> years older. You still look. You still look the same. Um, hey, listen. There's nothing a little micro needling can't handle. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Lori's got two things that I want, unless I'm forgetting something. Lori's got a website that's called WhatYourDreamsMean.com, where you can basically go on there, type in 
your your what's happening in your dream and it like pretty much can start helping you define what certain things in your dream mean is that a good way of, of pitching the website yes that's what your dream means what dream your dream what your dream means what your dream means dot com dot okay com. and then you and also, i've got two instagram pages oh, i'd love to please, mention please okay so one is hilarious it's wtf underscore did I just dream <laughs> <laughs> this is where people send me hilarious dreams yeah oh that's cool and I only post the funny ones okay I sum them up in one sentence and then include a picture that goes along with the dream then I explain what this dream means okay like, like the most recent <laughs> one I've got posted is I dreamed I gave birth to an ugly baby that had two other ugly babies growing out of its head no. WTF <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's cool. So that's, that, that's, that's WTF underscore did I just dream on Instagram? Yes. Okay, perfect. And my other Instagram is, in addition to being a professional dream analyst, I'm also a pinup artist. Yes, she is. Oh, like, dope. I, I can draw you or the woman you love like in, in the version of a gorgeous pinup model. Okay, Lori. And, <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, we can make it as naughty or as classy as you like. Ooh, so yes. that was <laughs> pinups underscore by underscore Laurie. So once you type in pinups underscore, it'll come up. Pinups underscore by underscore Laurie. She is multi-talented. Don't think it's just one thing she she's an expert in. I'm I mean, so she's... overwhelmed by you. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. She said we can make it. <laughs> you're so good. This is so cool. Laurie, you're the best. We, we got to make it. We got to talk more often. Hopefully we can get some of these dreams uh, settled. But it's always when the, when I got to call in. The, I mean, I've had I've had dreams about either murdering co-host or hooking up with co-host or uh, I've, all the weird things. Uh, and Laurie's always been here to help me digest and realize I don't actually want to murder or hook up with my co-host. So uh, that's, that's always why she's a, a nice asset to have standing by but it's so good to hear from you well you as well thanks so much for inviting me back on absolutely we'll talk to you soon okay all right all sweet right. bye <laughs> see ya <laughs> bye she's the best she's literally the best wait she said we can make him as dirty or classy as oh, you yeah. want I've, I've seen her she, she's actually super talented too like we go can, ahead we can put all her stuff in the show notes right yeah we'll put okay, it down okay. there so you can go uh, check it out over in the show notes Okay, we can't. I can't just leave all that sitting there. Oh my god! We got. We have to digest some of this. Okay. So what's, what's going on with you? What do you mean? Like we just what? talked about it. No, Don't no. make me say it all over again. We're not brushing this under the rug. What do you feel? Ask me questions. I don't. I don't want to like have to talk. No, I don't want to say all that shit again. What do you feel like? You're not able to portray right now. I guess is my question. Like, what do you feel like you're not able to for the show? For the show, yeah. I think it's getting better now. Yeah. I think it is getting better now, and honestly, it's probably why, like, with the, some of the changes that we've made, mm -hmm. like in the past like five days, the dreams are getting less intensely scary to just a little scary and more bizarre, which is fine. Like, I, <laughs> I can feel myself. I can feel some of these things changing. Right. Yeah. And I think it's because I'm getting more comfortable and I'm also just taking up the space and just saying what I want to say, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. like, because obviously when we first came here, it was like very, it was just kind of, there were certain like, you know, I think 
restrictions or expectations, whatever, with what character I was supposed to be. Right. Like, sound young, but not too young. And like, good luck with that, my friend. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you sound too young. You're not sounding young enough or remember who you're talking to or like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just finding the balance of that, of having to be authentic and also just being mindful. Sure. Something in therapy that helped me because I I had been talking about it. It wasn't so much me being restricted because I did feel restricted. It was knowing how much an audience can understand of you. Mm-hmm. Like certain, the, the way I'm going to be and the way I'm going to speak when I'm visiting a school of kids is different than how I'm going to be on my own personal podcast. Sure. And so when she explained that to me, that removed some of my animosity away and me not feeling so much enclosed. Sure. Um, well, and I hope you do see it that way. I of do. Like we have a very, t- I mean, our, just we'll talk radio jargon here for a second, is that like our, our target listener, the person that we're aiming for when it comes to who we expect to be listening is a 36-year-old female who has two kids, right? So we just have to assume that we're always sitting in the car with a mom that has two kids in the car with her. And like, what what is she, what are her expectations of what she hears and how does it relate to her everyday life, Yes, right? and so I'm trying to keep that in mind with also the, what also something that I just want to do for myself is that certain people might not understand things because they've never been exposed to this kind of person before or been like, or been around like someone like me or a personality like me. And I think like, I just, I'm learning to balance that and also wanting the space to be all different types of ways. And I think for a long time, I was put in the naive, funny girl box which that is who I am but that's just a part of who I am and I want to be able to share and showcase all of those things without constantly being put into this box I don't know I don't I help me understand why you felt that way because I don't I don't know that well okay this is this is be really good for you and I okay so you and I this is a new situation for us right so like one our dynamic is different Mm -hmm. Not only not only our friendship, but like our work relationship. Mm-hmm, totally. So like certain things you were like, I mean, one, you, you, I mean, the kind of time we spent together where we were previously was like for a certain thing, you told me what we were going to do. I knew what I had to do. I knew how I needed to perform. And that was that. Right. And so I think with this, it's also learning like you, I mean, for the first time too, you're learning different things about me and Mm -hmm. my personality and other things I can, how I feel and what I have to offer because you've never been exposed to me this much before. Totally. And the same thing, I mean, with you, it's a little different because all I was doing was a, was a show and showcasing you. Mm -hmm. So like, I understand you very well, you know, but I think like certain things that we're learning and I notice on certain breaks, sometimes you lean towards like portraying me or speaking to me in a certain way. And I just kind of have to remind you like, no, I feel this way, which is good because it's like, at first I think it was a little, it was like a little frustrating because you it's like, you're you're like, well, no, this way. And I'm like, no, it can be this way. And now you're like, oh, okay, you know? Give me, can you, do you have an example of like something we would talk about? I don't know, like, I don't know. I can't, I don't know. Okay. But I, and I think another thing too is Whatever, um, I, 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 sometimes I feel like people and whatever environment that we're in when it comes to like work things. And I think this is just like a good lesson for anybody to keep in mind. Like just be, I don't, 
I don't want us to always put expectations on people and how we think they're supposed to be. And what I mean by this is I feel like sometimes if I'm not like super TikTok loud, explosive Jess, then something must be wrong. And I don't like feeling that way. And why do you have the expectation that you have to be TikTok Jess? Because I feel like whenever we've been in like group work settings or even meeting settings and I am not interacting in that way. I get asked if I'm feeling off or if something's wrong mm. or can you do this TikTok with my like you and so-and-so should do a TikTok right now, like just completely forced. Like I feel like, you know, when your parents like stand here and take a picture and like, you know, and you're trying and you're awkwardly putting your hand around someone that you don't know and you're like, yay, it's like, it's like that. Okay, so I, I hear you and Which, I, I, I understand. Right? Yeah, and obviously totally. these are things that like I can... Now I know that I need to vocalize, but I think it's like, like, are these things, is this just a part of like where I'm at? Is this just a part of like the place that I'm at? Is this just what I have to put up with that versus like, I need to learn how to express these things. Cause if I don't like something, then I can say that. Right. But I'm also coming from a place where like, I wasn't given room to say that. Right. And I wasn't given room to like always be or say what I wanted to say or do what I wanted to do because I was expected to be a certain way. Right. So I'm also like unlearning certain restrictions that were put on me mm -hmm. for me to survive where I was. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? 100%. I think that you're just, you just have to, yeah, I think that you said it best, but I hope that you really think through what you're saying about just knowing your audience. Yeah. And right now, especially, they're just getting to know us and we almost have to set these character definitions of what we want the listener to know about us in the quickest amount of time possible, right? So with Jess, just to break down some radio terms for you, like Jess will always try to bring out relationship topics because her and her boyfriend have been together for a year, her garage boy have been together for a year, so we need people to know that. So like, we'll fight, okay, Jess, give me a garage boy topic, boom. You know, with Kramer, it's single, it's kiki, it's divorce. Like I'll purposely try to mine these stories that have to do with that so people can understand oh okay yeah i know kramer he was he's uh, he's divorced right he's a divorced guy right and those he, things make sense the, the storylines make sense right right i think it's maybe my opinions or reactions to things don't always need to be what they're expected to be you know and maybe they're different for me now versus what they used to be just because i'm getting older and i'm different and i have a different life and i feel differently about things yeah but that's something i'm figuring out for myself too yeah how you feel cool chill i don't know she's like oh well you're getting ripped apart because of the blah 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 and i was like oh fuck you didn't think i was gonna get that deep did you You thought it was gonna be because you watched a scary movie the night before yeah that's what i thought well hopefully that gives you i mean i think you said a lot today i think you said a lot mm -hmm. you know um things that maybe you don't realize are in your subconscious or maybe you do know are there and you're just not dealing with them you know so yes. they're kind of coming to the surface and now you do what you do. Yeah. I mean, it's not just going to make it better because you know it's there. Right. It's like you're going to have to actively work on this kind of stuff. And honestly, working with Lori now for 15 years, that's how it's been. It's always, and if it's me or another person I'm working with on a show, it's always been like, oh shit, like there's this thing going on in my relationship or my job or my whatever. Um, and they'll go focus on that and, you know, the dream goes away. Yeah. So she's cool. I like Lori. Um, hope you'll go check her stuff out because she's... Um, She's cool. She's a pinup drawer and she's also a dream analyst. So you can do both. All right. 
real quick because we're running it well no we're fine but i'm hungry two things um so we had this idea right that we were going to reach out to some of my exes and right? i gave and i gave kramer questions yes. too so i can you read the questions yeah. that i want you to ask them yeah did you send it and they got pissed well, <laughs> let me tell you the questions. So Jess came up with three questions. This all came back from last week's, um, or two weeks ago, we were talking about uh, boobs. and Because Kramer got denied. He went to grab some girl's boob that he just met after <laughs> making out with her for like the first time. And she was like, she curbed it. She, she basically no. was like, so she, what she said to me was she said, I'm not ready to have sex yet. I'm like, okay, well. Exactly. Actually, what I said to her is, well, luckily I cannot put my penis in your boobs and that's so <laughs> again that's so disgusting to say so um three questions that i was going to ask number one did you like the boob grabbing uh-huh okay these are my questions this is right? just wrote these yes uh question number two rate our first day or i, I changed it to date because i think you meant to say date one to five one being terrible five being amazing Mm-hmm, I meant to say date. And the question number three is, how heavy were our conversations on the first date? And was it something that you appreciated or was it too much? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was trying to think. I'm like, God, who can I who can I drop these questions on, man? Because, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of awkward. It's I like, mean, hey. what do you have to lose at this point? I mean, truly, that's what I felt. But I was like, who can emotionally handle this? Like, that's good. Who do I feel least guilty about like trying to ask to be a part of a bit now, right? I liked that. That's good, that you're being more aware. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I picked out I picked out three young women, mm-hmm. texted all three of them, same text. What, saying, what, basically what did saying, the text like, say? It was like, hey, um, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, honestly, I'm doing a bit for the podcast where and I explain what we're doing. There's three questions and we just want to kind of go over these and I text them. Did you say it was my fault or no? Uh, did you mention me? I don't know if I did. <laughs> what did they say about me? No, I just, what I didn't want was for Kramer to be like, Jess wanted me no, no, to I, hit I didn't you say, no, no, up. No. I said we're doing a bit about okay. my, with my exes and basically, do, do you mind answering these questions? And That's what I was afraid that you were going to do. Uh, girl number one, no response. <laughs> okay. Girl number two, no response. Girl number three says she don't want to be any part of this. <laughs> oh, hell no. So uh, that bit has been removed from our podcast. Uh, so there's that. Okay. Now, really quick, yesterday, Jess and I, we, and hopefully I can remind you to go vote for our podcast. Uh, we're, we're on the uh, podcast magazine Hot 50. And if you, um, you can, if you just text the word, vote to 888-Kramer8. You can go in the show notes um, or just type in Podcast Magazine Hot 50. You can vote for us. We appreciate it if you would because we've fallen from number three spot to the number five spot, which is like, what's going on, y'all? Um, so if you go vote for our podcast, we'd really appreciate it. Well, every month they put out a... It's almost like a Casey Kasem. You know that is? You probably know that is. Um, a Casey Kasem... Uh, countdown of the podcast. Like they count them down, like kind of talk about what they're about, you know. And Where like, they, they, they release a podcast of them. They do. Yeah. They so, really they talk about our podcast. Yeah. So have they been doing this the whole time? There's one that I don't. I, it's it's relatively new. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do they do them? Do they do that for every podcast? Yeah, but they only oh, talk about. They no. only like stop down to talk about like certain ones, right? So. I, I didn't know this was even there, and I <laughs> so I decided to listen to it last night. Oh, 
no. And they're just, they're going through, you know, and this person, this person, this podcast, this podcast. Number five is Kramer and Jess Uncensored, where radio hosts Steve Kramer and Jessica Dutra talk about life and blah, blah, blah. Play a clip and I'll be goddamned. Oh, hell no. If it's not me talking about grabbing a woman's breast. <laughs> And like so crude and like just like out there. Where is this? Out there. It's on it's Podcast Magazine puts it out. It's called the Podcast Magazine Hot 50, and they just count them down. They play they don't they didn't play a clip from Certified Mama's Boy, that's for sure. But from the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast, me talking about grabbing women's breasts. It's on there. So Well. Have a great Wednesday. That's what you get. That's what my nightmares are gonna be about. <laughs> is, uh, is that so all right, we're going to go. Everybody good? Jesse, good? Yeah. All right. Um, got some other stuff you can go check out. Jess got a podcast called Low Key. Low Key Podcast on all platforms. And my Instagram, at Jess Do It, J-E-S-S-D-U. I double T all social on that right there. There you go. Uh, I got a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy. It's a little more clean than this piece of garbage we put together once a Trash. week. <laughs> what? Dude, are you kidding? Out of all the things we talk about. God, that one. I mean, I, I don't even talk about Obviously, this is the uncensored podcast for a reason. It's basically all the stuff we can't talk about on the air, right? But um, where we can be trash and feel be, comfortable. Right. Safe place. Yeah, that should be the tagline. Uh, where you can be trash and be comfortable. Like, it's, that's what we do here. Um... Certified Mama's Boy is my podcast. It's called, uh, it's that, uh, you can get it on all the platforms, including the Odyssey app, which is the best app on the face of the earth. Um, also, don't forget, you can actually watch the show live. Hi to all our YouTube friends. Hello. Uh, you can search us on YouTube. Links down in the show notes to actually watch the show live. You can actually comment, interact. I don't know if anybody's been commenting or interacting. Sorry. Um, I was not paying attention. So next week, you can comment and you can interact. Okay. We love you. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 